On Trash Talk, Marcy Trent Long will be speaking to Sharon Kwok Pong and also Stanley Pong about their battery recycling efforts. Hey, Trash Talk listeners. Many of you know already that throwing away batteries into a landfill is not a good idea. In particular, waste-led acid batteries like car batteries contain toxic chemical wastes. If not disposed of properly, these batteries can cause long-term devastating consequences for rural soil and water systems, particularly in a densely populated city like Hong Kong. Thank goodness, Earlier this year, the Battery Recycling Center in Eco Park opened, and we luckily have both Sharon Kwok Pong and Stanley Pong here with us in the show to explain their long journey uh, to finally open a battery recycling facility <laughs> in Hong Kong, which is really exciting. So, welcome Hello, you guys everyone. to the Yay, show. Thanks, Thank Marcy. Thanks. So, okay, let's start that story. Yeah, it's, it has been a rather long and painful process. <laughs> Now, personally, I'm actually an animal person. I'm, I'm a nature girl. Um, I grew up at um, Hong Kong's Ocean Park. Dad was one of the found, founding members there. And so I've always had this love of nature and animals. And so I do actually conservation work. I have my own foundation. Um, we're affiliated with IUCN. What I think that we can do is uh, try to educate where there's uh, Chinese diaspora to get more people to understand and appreciate nature and biodiversity so that we protect it. Now, having said that, um, for, say, a couple of decades, I've noticed that um, our streams, our waterways, have been absolutely filthy in many cases. Um, Stanley and I, we've done our research. Now, because of my background with conservation and him, his family actually deal in metals. So um, it was just kind of ideal that, that we thought about this. We realized that there was this big gaping hole in Hong Kong where we're not treating our lead-acid batteries properly. What are lead-acid batteries? They are basically lead, plastic, and sulfuric acid. But when you put them together, <laughs> this can bad wreak combination. bad combination, wreak havoc on the environment. So what we've seen um, in streams and so on would be like, you know, oil and grease on top, dead fish floating around. It's just just terrible. And this, of course, gets into the ocean. And ultimately, I believe it will get back to us. Oh, for sure. Because so, we're going to what are we going to do? We're going to catch the fish and eat it. Well, yes. So in the long run, we need to do something about it now. Um, Now, Hong Kong produces a lot of waste lead-acid batteries. And I'll let Stanley go into that in a second. But what have we been doing with these batteries? So luckily, we had Stanley, who knew about metals. Sharon, who had the passion, maybe every night was like, Stanley, we've got to do something about this. And you finally said, no, our right. pets will bombard him. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to put things in the, in the right perspective. The lead acid battery, when we talk about batteries, you, know, you, you can't get away with it. When you talk about solar power, you talk about wind power, you talk about any kind of sustainable, uh, renewable energy, you need batteries. All right. So you can't, our modern world, if we use electricity, You can't get away with batteries. It's what kind of batteries, right? And lead-acid battery actually is 140 years old, invented by a Frenchman. It's the oldest battery uh, technology. 
And then when, as we go along, we, we have scores and scores of type of batteries in the world. We get the, the alkaline batteries that we use, 2As, 3As. We get the uh, lithium iron, lithium iron phosphate. You have the graphene batteries in Tesla. Now, let me emphasize one thing. 90% of the battery used in any society is lead-acid batteries. All the 2As and 3As and all the lithium constitute a very small part in weight. In, in terms of weight and volume, right? Very, very small part. Um. All right. So it, it, lead-acid battery, it really is so pervasive in our lives, not just automobiles. So 800,000 cars, automobiles, buses and trucks and private. And, and also those uh, 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 motorcycles. But actually the newcomer, uh, we all use them. Emergency battery. The that day helps. you're born, the day you're born in the hospital, you're use, your mother is using electricity because all the hospitals are connected by emergency power, the UPS, oh. uninterrupted power Didn't supply. Right? So, and that, first of all, is banks and banks of batteries connected. It's, uh, it, we have been using it for decades and but decades, and we don't realize schools, it. Schools, um, government offices, uh, data yeah, centers. Supplies. So they don't use their own little cogeneration units. They use no, batteries no. here. No. Uh, and, not they, and, they, and emergency batteries must be changed every year, whether they were used or not, mm. because, hey, it's a backup. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> and the biggest users nowadays are the data center. Right? The data center, if you go and visit any data center in Chongquano or anywhere, and you will see they've got whole huge rooms full of batteries. Isn't that crazy? They're not just because it's all backup. It's all for backup. Mm -hmm. You have to, well, I mean, uh, for, for the Hong Kong bank, the kind of backup they have, they can't afford to have a downtime and data loss, right? Right. Can I ask, how did you go about getting the funding? So you have the passion, you, you've got the capability, maybe? It's, it's pretty much... Um, because you've got a few partners, is no. it? Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Base, what Do you have government funding? <laughs> no. <laughs> of course not. And this is really no. a passion I, project. I think, yes, I, and I, we're I, not I, making anything yet, really. Yeah. Uh, now, that's one thing about Hong Kong. I, I think... Um, we are, we are located at Eco Park. Hong Kong government's done a great job doing Eco Park. I mean, the, the park is probably in land value. We're talking about $20 billion because it's 2 million square feet. And if you multiply that into, you know, we're, we're, we're plot ratio for, for industrial building and so on, probably a market value. We're talking about multi-billion dollars in this Eco Park. And they are really subsidizing and getting people in at a very low cost. And that's all government can do. The rest is up to you. Mm. And uh, that, that, that's the idea. So we, we in Eco Park, they encourage people to recycle plastic and recycle papers, recycle cooking oil and, and tires, wood and batteries. The idea was right. really great. But unfortunately, I think we have uh, government has to come up with a EP2 is doing working hard. Our branch off, it was EPD, a friend of mine in, at EPD some years ago, retired now. She is the one who talked me into this thing and talked because Cheryl. So you blame her. Blame her. I, absolutely. She said, look, do something about it. You're retired. So you have the metallurgical knowledge of this side. 
why don't you look into it? So I, and Sharon pushed me into it. When you think about it, we've got like what we're going through. Hong Kong goes through, what, 22 million tons a year? 20,000 tons. 20,000 tons. Oh, a crazy. year. It's, it's that has a battery. Yeah. So we really should be getting these batteries, or at least a large portion of it, to deal with. But somehow it's just not falling through yet. I think um, either something to do with the infrastructure that we're still trying to build upon, or now... It took a long time for us to get all the licensing to get this thing going. In fact, it took us eight years before we actually could do the grand opening, and then we're ready, right? But at the time, once we did the grand opening, we realized that uh, soon thereafter, there were other people that were um, dealing with waste batteries, not through the legal channels, but, you know, the old mom-and-pop way, sure, the old, sure. old days, and they were getting licensing sorted out, too after we got ours done, which is good, you know, because there's the more, so the much, merrier, yeah, and there's right. so much that needs to be done. But we're not seeing that their stuff is being recycled in Hong Kong. In fact, I'm not sure what's happening with that stuff. They have the license, but I'm not really sure what's now happening let me, with it. Let me, cut, let, let me cut for, <laughs> for, for EPD. I, I mean, if we're going to go for local recycling, then you really wholeheartedly do it. We spend billions of dollars committed in terms of land value, in terms of uh, technological investment and, and, and research into it. So we're talking about local recycling and not exporting to your neighbors. Exactly. Legally or illegally. That's right. All right, because the thing about it is it's different from other ways is because lead acid battery does worth something in the black market. So there's a, a lot of attraction of people smuggling out still. Mm. But when the smugglers do, what they do is actually in the, all these years, decades, where do you think automobile batteries went in, in you know, and we're, we're talking about 60, 70 years, right? Or, 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 they dump the acid, like Sharon was saying, in the NT. We know where they dump it. Crack it open, flush everything down to the streams and pick up the lead metal conductors. And these wash it down, and, and then you can dump, put it in the and a wok that's the and melt part. it in the wok. Okay. And then they melt, melt metal, and you, they use for fishing weight for the fishing nets, sustaining the the the. the now, uh, you know oil. about lead fumes. <laughs> we do, we do. So, but how can Trash Talk listeners help you and support you? The first target, actually. It, 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 uh, and then I'll come to the trash talk audience. The first one is the corporates. The corporates actually, they make, they, they go through and dispose a lot of lead acid battery. I'm, I'm talking about banks. I'm talking about, um, because they have data center. I'm talking about government departments. I'm talking about jockey club and they, yeah. all of these big organizations. Yeah. And then the automobile. But what we hope to do is now, we're going to have the, we're, we're proposing to EPD to work with the 18 district and we distribute all our big, these yellow boxes all over at the right location so that people can dump batteries there. Okay. Well, do you guys have like a Facebook page or anything like that that people follow? Yes, what would we that, do. What's that? Hong Kong Battery Recycling Center. Okay, that's easy. That's it. KBR, yeah. Okay, that's the hours. That's where people, and of course your website, where people can find out how to do it. And Trash Talk listeners, please, 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 let's um, let's spread the word a little bit better. Because Thank you. 
these guys have taken it on their back. That's yeah. not, you know, that's Well, we good should all just look after our own trash, right? And let's look <laughs> after our own trash, but also spread the word that for Absolutely. these lead Education is very important. We're going to recycle here in Hong Kong. Yes. All right. Thank, thank, you, thank you guys you. so much for thank coming. Thank you, Marcy. Thank you. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas. If you like what you hear, I also host the Sustainable Asia podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube for a more in-depth look at sustainability issues here in Asia. Many thanks once again to Marcy. Uh, that's Marcy Trent Long talking to Sharon Kwok Pong and also Stanley Pong about their battery recycling efforts. And for more, you can go to their Facebook page. Like they said, you can find it at Hong Kong Battery Recycling Center. Or you can find the handle, which is hkbr.com.hk. Many thanks once again. <laughs>